Welcome to the Digital Thought Leader Podcast. We help coaches, professional speakers, authors, and thought leaders elevate their online presence so that they can attract their ideal client. We give you the resources, tips, motivations, and success stories to help you step out of your comfort zone and share your God-given talents with the world. I'm your host, Kimberly Inez Mays. Now let's get it started. Hi there. Welcome back to the Digital Thought Leader Podcast. I'm super excited for today's episode. Today, I am interviewing Tanya J. Miller. She is a coach, she is an author, and she's a speaker and a strategist with a passion for helping people and organizations to figure out how to do life and leadership unapologetically and on purpose. So welcome, Tanya. Hello, hello. Mm-hmm. Excited to be here. How are you? Yeah, I'm doing very well, you know. Um, I know that right now, as of this recording, it is the 1st of June, so the half yeah. of the year is, like, almost gone, and it's just yeah. crazy how fast time has, has flown. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, something to think about what we're going to do for these next seven months, for sure. Yeah, especially in our businesses, too, because of the whole um, pandemic situation, which I will definitely ask you, you know, how you're running your business during um, COVID-19. But um, just for the listeners, I would just like um, just to get a little bit of information about what you do and what type of clients you serve. Yeah, so as Kimberly mentioned, I'm author, speaker, coach, strategist. And basically I help people and organizations figure out how to fit the puzzle pieces of life together. So when I do that, a lot of times with, if I'm working with the individual as a coach, it may be honestly, a major thing they come to me up with a lot of times is what's my purpose and where is it and how can I find it? And so I break that down for them just to even let them know your purpose isn't nothing you go looking for externally. Your purpose is already in the inside of you. And if anything, we need to pull it out, uncover it, dig to get to it, but it's already inside of you. And so we do that work around that if that's kind of what they need. Sometimes they already know their purpose, but they're trying to figure out how to produce it, meaning how to execute a vision based upon it. And so we, we may work together on that as well and kind of formulate a strategy and put some things in place. And, you know, even if it means like going over their day to figure out what can they do or cut or, you know, reduce time. So look a lot even at time management to be able to pull off the next thing. With organizations and businesses, a lot of times it's two ways I help them. One, I help with mainly the um, senior executive leadership, where maybe the um, CEO, founder, president, whichever owner, whatever you want to call them, they have a vision, but they're not, they may have a new vision or they've had an old one, but it's not translating and sinking into um, the minds and hearts and spirits of the senior leadership. Mm -hmm. And so, because it's not sinking into the senior leadership, it's not going down heel to each and every person and, and going to the all the levels below that and so nobody is able to you know fulfill the mission and vision of the ceo and so a lot of times i may do some like leadership development to kind of just you know translate what the ceo was trying to say and put it in practical terms and ways for the senior leadership to help plan strategize and execute it um or i may just have a basic just training over the entire organization and do training around organizational development and kind of what it means to um, buy in or to uh, support or to um, follow the mission vision. And sometimes it's even just asking them, do you know what it Mm -hmm. is? So um, I do both and those both deal with purposes just from a 
a personal level versus a business nonprofit organization level. But, you know, when you can't figure it out or how to fit it together, you'll just stay stuck. Mm-hmm. And so my, my goal is to make sure that they stay unstuck and on purpose. Yeah. And, you know, it's like two different um, client types, but the, the need is still the same. And it's right. not very easy to kind of go inside and think, OK, well, what am I trying to say, you know, for an organization and even for a person? too. So, you know, before you had just said that, you know, your purpose is usually not outside, it's inside. So mm-hmm. how do you walk somebody through that if they are just really stuck there? Yeah. So a lot of times, you know, if you're stuck and trying to figure out what your purpose is, I can walk with you a couple of ways. One, I kind of start with you with passion because passion is what ignites you. And that's where the purpose is derived from. And so I'll ask you, do you know, you know, has there been you know, a passion that you have for certain things has, you know, have you always, you know, been drawn to, you know, this or that, you know, have you always supported, you know, kind of what is the thing that, or the things, what are the things you like, what are the things you're passionate about you like to do? And from there, I kind of at least got a fire working, a fire stoke. And so, um, but if you still can't hone it in from there, because it may be, I like a lot of things, I'm passionate about a lot of things. I'll ask you, okay, what about your friends? Not, now let me caveat this. Mm-hmm. Not the friends that are just going to agree with you, but the actual people, that's what I said, let me yeah, caveat. People that actually are going to um, give you real advice, sound advice, and they're going to be, um, in, do it so, do much so in a way that it's going to be um, very unbiased. You know, those people, they're going to just tell you what they see, what they hear, what they know, and that's it. And so, you know, get with some of those people and ask them, hey, now, over the years you've been around me, has there anything that you've seen that I'm always drawn to, that I'm always working on supporting? You know, do you pick up anything from me as far as what I could be passionate about? And that's a way. And then um, another way that I work with them is if nothing is there, you haven't figured it out, you're still like, hey, I still don't know. Mm-hmm. Then we'll do um, uh, a couple of tests, depends on which you're familiar, most um, comfortable with. You know, so we may do a disc assessment, job aptitude, Enneagram. We may be doing spiritual testing. I mean, it's a lot of testings out there and assessments that you could do. But from there, we'll kind of get overall who you are. And then we can play it against some of the things that you have said that you're interested in or that you like to do and see what is kind of that overarching thing. Because that's what I look at as purpose. Mm -hmm. Purpose is not necessarily one thing. Purpose is what is produced and what produces the vision, but it's not one thing. I liken it to a tree, mm-hmm. meaning the roots of the tree are your passion. Your purpose is the tree trunk. So you're always grounded and always stable because that's what funds or flows everything else from upwards. And so the, the uh, tree trunk is the purpose and then the, lead, the limbs and things are the vision so you know there's many there's one purpose I mean, there's one tree trunk mm-hmm. but there is only but there are always plenty of limbs and different things like that so the limbs are how you're executing your purpose or how your purpose is producing itself and then the leaves that's where you begin to see everything fill in and flow together and when you see that big picture that's your destiny and so I liken it to that because that gives people a, like a visual of it because a lot of times they don't assume that their purpose is just one thing like, oh, I'm just supposed to be a mom. Oh, I'm just supposed to be this. And I'm like, that's a part of who you are. But that 
that's not just your purpose like what would have happened if you didn't have kids Mm -hmm. who were you before until you had kids like think about that you're saying your purpose was not in you until you had kids I was like no there's more to this story there's more Mm -hmm. that's in you and so I look at it as the overarching theme in your life because that speaks to all of who you are and what you are and what you'll do so that's my Mm -hmm. definition of purpose and kind of what I would do to help somebody to uncover it Yeah, definitely. Thanks for breaking that down. Because sometimes I like how you said that you can also use um, people around you, people who will tell Mm -hmm. you the truth, because sometimes it's hard to figure it out on your own, even if you think of what excites me or, you know, because that's a variable. It could be day to day and even just circumstances you know, just even like just changes in your life, like having kids Mm -hmm. too. And so I like that you have like a full spectrum of things that you look at to help somebody discover their purpose, which, Mm -hmm. you know, I think for me, it's always something that I have to ask myself because it's it's always, uh, you know, something that's evolving and changing for me. But yeah, that's why to add to that, what you just said, that's why I say there's layers to your purpose Mm because you just said it. Your purpose is always evolving because you're uncovering another layer, a level yeah. of it that you're supposed to grow to and go to. So sorry, mm-hmm. to but I had to give that caveat. <laughs> yeah. And I think that's really important because sometimes, you know, people have the pressure like, it's, oh, it's one and done. Like, yep, here's my mm-hmm. purpose. Here it is. It's all, it's all done. Wow. Yeah. So I, I love that she said that because it reminds us to be a little bit nicer to ourselves. And then mm-hmm. on the the business side you know you're dealing with organizations and you're dealing with multiple people who have multiple Mm -hmm. agendas so what does that really look like on the business side you know especially because entrepreneurs are you know main audience the target audience for this this um podcast it's Mm -hmm. really what do you say as an organization is your is your mission and how do you get to that um so just to clarify um what do I speak to just entrepreneurs and business owners on yeah and like to get their businesses um mm-hmm. you know figure their purpose and all of that well mm-hmm. one you know I definitely always understand that there's multiple people that are sometimes make up a business organization you know if you're a solopreneur then I only have to talk to you <laughs> but mm-hmm. if not you know I honestly that's why I say I go to the owner the CEO mm-hmm. the founder because or if if you have a board, you're bored. Like if it's a board, you guys have to be in agreement or a majority mm-hmm. or something, and then we can translate it. But even with that, you know, that's kind of the issue. If everybody that has a has the thought that they should have a say so and be in charge, then that's where we gotta either bring mm-hmm. some syn- synergy and some oneness and mm-hmm. have some of those conversations first because everybody can't have their own agenda or their own way. Mm-hmm. I mean, so may have to have a little class session you know (laughs) to just kind of work through that and kind of um, deal with some of those issues because only one technically founder president cdo owner that's who should be driving the mission and vision and the Mm -hmm. purpose of the organization because they're the ones who created this that's they're the ones who started it Mm -hmm. and so definitely the feedback is always wanted because it's the same thing that i said with you as a person as a friend but you have to weigh it against what, as founder, as president, as owner, as CEO, you have to weigh it against what was it that made you start this company? Got what it. was it that you knew or wanted to do and help? What was the overarching thing of what you wanted to accomplish? Can mm-hmm. it evolve? Can layers of it be produced? Absolutely. But whatever the feedback is, it needs to tie into that. And if it and 
and it needs to be another layer that's helping be evolved and exposed but it should not be something that's all left over here or over there right yeah. like it should not yeah. be all over the place it should make sense mm-hmm. like you know and I tell people the example of you know honestly just think about it you know people you say for instance you you have a podcast that you also have other things other platforms that you do but it all speaks to the overarching purpose of who you are and so your your purpose is just being produced in different avenues but it does not look strange because it all still flows with what your overarching purpose is and your assignment and so it's the same thing with a business like there may be new services or new product lines or new just uh, adjustments how you do business, but it needs to flow with the overarching purpose of why you guys are here and what you're supposed to do and what benefit or service you're supposed to um, provide to your clients and your customers. Yeah, totally. And yeah, that, that completely makes sense too. It's just like, why did you start the business in the first mm-hmm. place? It's a very good question as well. And so, you know, I see it just like working with person, um, working with individuals, but, you know, what I'm trying to say, like, you know, your individual clients too, because um, same uh, principles can be applied to business. And I yeah. wanted to ask you for your coaching, do you do it mostly in person or mostly online virtually? Um, I do it mostly online virtually. Mm-hmm. I kind of had, I started it out that way because, um, yeah, <laughs> mm-hmm. I think probably, and I just learned this when I had my prior business 15 years ago, that technology was not as great as it is now. Of course mm-hmm. not. But um, I was not able to keep my business when I moved to Virginia because it was difficult um, to keep the business going when all my clients were in Texas. Well, when I started this business, I remembered all of that. And so I came with a virtual platform already in mind from learning what I had did before. Mm-hmm. And so most of the times I do meet my clients virtually and coach with them virtually, unless or like I have a one day, all day package, mm-hmm. but even still that could be virtually, but it's, it's most of the time, unless it's like a dire need and a desire, I'll meet with you um, in person. So I did have mm-hmm. a client here locally um, that wanted to meet in person and mm-hmm. crazy part was it was when I had broke my foot <laughs> so I was like really hoping <laughs> to keep these meetings virtual and beautiful mm-hmm. and I was like oh god okay all right mm-hmm. the customer's always right okay mm-hmm. so yeah yeah funny how that happens and you know what platform do you use for your coaching um there is so many out there mm-hmm. that I literally learned about since mm-hmm. COVID, like I feel like I'm like a, a nerd with it. Like I feel like <laughs> I gotta find all of them because I'm like I find out more and more every day. Then I'm like, mm-hmm. what is that? Like so, I I I have a Zoom account and then I have a Streamyard, but I actually like Streamyard better than Zoom. Mm-hmm. And then, um, you know, if necessary, we can do Skype. Um, then there's it's just so many out there. And then I just did one. I was in a um, conference yesterday and I was a keynote speaker and they used webinar jam. I was mm-hmm. like, Oh my God, like it's so much out here. Like, I feel like ugh, I got, I want to see, try, try them all out, you know, do a test run and mm-hmm. see how they all work. But I, I do know stream. y'all is pretty easy, but I definitely think I want to check out webinar jam. Too. 
Yeah. Yeah, you're right. There there are so many tools out there because I think everybody knows Zoom now just because of yes. the whole COVID situation. Everybody's like, oh, Zoom, 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 because people are meeting and stuff. But yeah, mm-hmm. Webinar Jam is great. I've used a couple of webinar software as well. Okay. And, you know, what's great about webinars is that, you know, it's more of a broadcast. So people can't, you know, unmute themselves and you don't hear like, mm-hmm. you know, people screaming in the background or kids crying and, you know, microwaves and stuff like that. So yeah, I really love webinar platforms for that. There's, like you said, there's just so many and yeah, yeah I think you can try them all. It's just like how many hours in your day do you want to be trying Because <laughs> you'll be there all day. But I think I it's, I think it's fantastic that, you know, um, when, when you move online, you can see like the power of all this stuff and you can deliver Absolutely. a keynote from your home. So mm-hmm. that is amazing too, because now we can we can have the same types of conferences um, virtually. Yes, I think that's yeah. been great for people to understand or see that, mm-hmm. you know, you can make the same, if not more of an impact when you go virtual, because some people, you know, they may not, even with all that's going on, they may not feel comfortable going outside of their home. And so mm-hmm. giving that option or even doing it that way, I feel like you're able to reach more people. Like, mm-hmm. you know, even if it's not through any of those, but it's just through a social media platform and you go live, like, it's just so crazy how just this change that was expected to be the worst has brought about so many opportunities for people that have not used technology to embrace it as part of their business yeah. and the organization. Yeah, that is absolutely true. Because I was speaking to somebody the other day, and she's like, well, with virtual conferences, you don't have to worry about flights and hotels. And, mm-hmm. you know, even though I miss a lot of that stuff, to be honest, I do kind of miss the whole experience. But mm-hmm. to get the information is just great that I just have to sit and log in. So that's mm-hmm. that's pretty cool, too. And, yeah, you touched on lives, and that's another, <laughs> another avenue that mm-hmm. people can just do, like, ASAP. So. Absolutely. Yeah. So um, I know I, I was on your website and, you know, you've done so much in your career and your <laughs> business, but how did you get started with the business that you're currently in? Um, About five years before I started the business, I was in a pretty rough time in my life and I had a lot of things going on. And in the process, I started to go to therapy to address some of those things. I'm a proponent of therapy definitely go check it out if that's something you need especially if your 2020 has not been what you thought it was going to be and you're like trying to get unstuck hey go go get some help don't stay stuck and stay stuck for the rest of the year get unstuck so you can Mm -hmm. go back and do purpose but um in the process of that I started back journaling and writing talk with Tanya blog posts because I had stopped for a little while and so as I started to do that I also started like taking notes and I was saying to myself, hey, you know, I don't want anybody else to ever feel like this. I don't want anybody else to feel stuck. I don't want anybody to not know how to get out of their head and jump back into life. And I was like, oh, yeah. And I want, you know, for people that see, care, love people that are going through a traumatic um, situation or even a mental illness um, situation to know how to talk to them and be there for them. So I was just writing this all down. Mm-hmm. Really, and then like five years later, I just get this function and notion that I'm supposed to produce produce it and publish it. Mm-hmm. And I was like, um, I'm supposed to do what? Like, I'm having a whole conversation. Like, I'm supposed to do what? Mm-hmm. And you're supposed to publish it. So I, I started getting it ready and editing it and everything. And then I also was, so like, 
you know, I had heard this word just say, oh, in a journal too. So I started writing a journal as well. And so as I was preparing for My Matters, the project and me becoming officially a published author, I was like, well, hey, you know, if I'm going to set up a business to make sure I have that all set up, why not set up everything and bet on myself? Mm -hmm. You know, even literally public speaking since like either three or four, you've been encouraging, motivating, inspiring, mentoring, and just doing and being what you can for young adults, teens, youth, and um, women, and even men for over 18 years, probably if not longer. So why not take all of who you are and bring it to the table? You've been doing project management in some form or fashion and strategy and, and, and issued um, resolution for some time. Why not bring all of who you are to the table? Mm-hmm. And so that's what I ended up doing as I was preparing to publish My Matters, that my first project. I also was going through some po- some classes to also get life coaching credentials because sometimes people need to see those letters Mm -hmm. so I did that as well and then I also uh was finishing up on a couple one of my um project management certifications that I wanted to do and then um you know just kept writing for Taco Tanya as well and the rest is history like I said I just decided why not bet on me Mm -hmm. you know why not put all of who I am out there and see um you know, if anybody catches the purpose and the vision behind it and wants to lock up or get together, you know, as a customer, client, or collaborator, you know, in community connection. So, yeah, that's that's what I just was like. Can you bet on you? Yeah. Pull all of who you are and what you've done mm-hmm. and bring it to the table. Yeah, I love that. Yeah, and, you know, I think that I, I speak to so many people and what I'm finding is like a recurring theme of people creating the business that they needed. Mm-hmm. At, a, at a particular time and even you know some even for me as well and I looked that you said bet on you mm-hmm. because a lot of people aren't really doing that and I think that a lot of people hold back it's like oh well I can't really monetize what mm-hmm. I've been doing or I really can't I don't have a skill I can monetize but they don't realize they've been just working for free or yeah. they've been doing the same business for their jobs that they yeah. could be doing for, um, you know, for themselves. So mm-hmm. I, I really like what you said about, you know, you, you, your journey through journaling and then just finding that passion to just put it forth and put it forward. So thanks for sharing that. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. So what are some of the things that you've done that made you successful in the past? I I mean, successful. I mean, I feel like that changes every day. Honestly, Mm -hmm. when you reach something, then you go higher. But, um, you know, I guess I would definitely say, um, you know, it's like when I became, when I published the first one, I knew that I could do anything and I could publish Mm -hmm. more, you know. Sometimes it's those first that once you get over that hurdle, you're like, oh, okay, that wasn't that bad. And you can be willing and um, have enough courage to go after and do the rest. And so, you know, I would just say definitely publishing that first project um, since it would have been a part of who I was for so long, uh-huh. getting that out there and, you know, just being one to uh, just just go after it in that. And from going uh-huh. after it then, it hasn't stopped me from going after anything yet thereafter. Nice. Yeah, so just, just all, <laughs> 
it's just a matter about just getting started too. Just yes, just yes. just doing it, just doing the mm-hmm. thing. Yeah. 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 A lot of times people get stuck in that, like, oh, what are they going to think? What are they going to say? Is anybody going to buy it? Is anybody going to read it? Like, oh my gosh, when I hit this button, I'm lying. (laughs) And it's like, okay, Mm -hmm. you will only know what will happen if you do something. If you never Mm -hmm. do anything, you will actually know what will happen. It'll all be speculation that you literally try to play through your mind every incident. Mm -hmm. And it's like, no, just go down and try it and, and do what needs to be done. Yeah. And I say, you know, I always think like, what's the worst that can happen? Well, if, you, if nobody reads it, nobody watches it, nobody buys it, you're still in the same place. So, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which is probably not going to happen, by the way, if anyone's listening, just do it. <laughs> but, yeah. you know, that's the worst case scenario. No, <laughs> no, definitely. My, yes. my mother would always, my mom would always say nothing beats a failure but a try. So, mm-hmm. you know, you can you can't win if you never try. And so if mm-hmm. you never try, then you've already lost. Yeah. The 50-50 shot. Mm-hmm. Okay. Keep trying. You know, if it doesn't happen the first time, keep trying. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So I want to pivot a little bit and talk about the Mind Matters Project and talk about mm-hmm. like what you have going on there and um, just some of the information that you would like our readers to know about that. Um, yeah, so that project is, you know, just reminding everyone that, um, you know, you don't have to go it alone, for one. Mm-hmm. You don't have to feel shame or have any guilt for, you know, taking care of yourself, especially your mind. You know, when we're, as we're recording this, we're in June, but mm-hmm. last month was Mental Health Awareness Month. And, you know, one of the things I said to people when I was doing the um, my videos, I said that, you know, the reason we have a whole month is to bring awareness and to bring understanding and mutual respect and, you know, trust and, you know, courage, because the only way we, you know, fight the stigma is if we fight the stigma. And Mm -hmm. so, so many are still afraid to go get help. So many are afraid to say, I can't do this. So many are afraid to, um, you know, get what they need out of fear of what somebody else would think of them after. And so, um, my matters kind of just talks to you about that in the sense of, you know, yeah, you've gone through this, but what do you do to get out of this? You know, mm-hmm. are you going to, are you going to, de- are you going to deal so you can heal, you know, or are you going to stay stuck? And so it talks to you about, you know, tools and tips and resources about getting unstuck and getting out of your head. Mm-hmm. Because most of the times that's what happens. You know, you get in your own head, you start thinking all these negative thoughts, you start thinking everything that's going to wrong, going to go wrong is wrong and you start to spiral. And so I just want to help you to, you know, number one, know that you're stronger than, and then number two, you know, just know that um, it starts with your thinking. And if you can get that under, under control and you can handle that better, you can start to think better about yourself, about your opportunities and about your life. And so it's just literally breaking down just the way you can think negatively, the way you can, you know, see it wrong, the way mm-hmm. you can just literally um, have stinking thinking and just the impact that it makes and how, how it's best for you to pivot that, you know, provide a better outlet or solution or, you know, reaction so that you'll be better. And so it's a book and it's a prayer journal. I mean, sorry, it's a book and a journal. And the journal actually, I say to people, it asks you those 
hard questions that nobody wants to ask because they're afraid. What are you going to say? But I'm mm-hmm. not afraid. Yeah. I want to ask you those hard questions because mm-hmm. I want you to really do the work so that you can get better and you can get whole. And like I said, it's a supplement tool, but it's something out there if you aren't willing and ready to go through into actual therapy yet. But I'm a big proponent of therapy. So if you do the, if you get the book in the journal and that, hey, you're winning. So. Yeah. I mean, you get the book in the journal mm-hmm. and counsel, you're winning. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And I'll definitely link to that in the in the notes as well, so you can go pick that up. But mm-hmm. I think that um, therapy is so important, and I love that the mm-hmm. stigmas are now being broken down. Like, okay, yeah. it's fine. And now we have e therapy, which I yes. currently use, and I think it's amazing. I don't mm-hmm. have to leave my house. I don't have to drive mm-hmm. anywhere. It's just phenomenal. So just even before COVID, but now, especially during COVID, I can see it's, that really They made up. it mm-hmm. more readily available. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And then, you know, to know also that there's a lot unaware of the free resources, like some um, communities and churches have free resources for, you know, groups like around divorce care, mm-hmm. you know, marriages, um, chronic illnesses and fighting those um, addictions um gosh there's a lot and so a lot of those are free and you can build connection and community but then there's online resources as well like in the rooms.com where it's just straight 24 7 support groups of every caliber of that you can hop in and hop out Mm -hmm. and you know and get what you need you know if you need to do aa oh it's online virtually in this place and then also you know if you're working a lot of people don't even realize that they have employer assistance program, which is EAP, mm-hmm. which that's where it gives them like normally it's been like three to seven free therapy sessions. But now because like we said of COVID, mm-hmm. you can get anywhere from like seven to 15 that are absolutely free. No deductible. It's not mm-hmm. tied at all to your health insurance. It's separate. And this yeah. is separate and does not cost you a thing. So, yeah, I'm glad that this thing is being broken. Mm-hmm. and I'm glad that you know people may not know where to go but there's resources out there to point them as long as they're willing and ready and able yeah yeah for sure too yeah i yeah i forget about eap but yeah that is another important important resources people don't really know about and Mm -hmm. you know they don't tell your manager they don't it's confidential it's Mm -hmm. it's awesome and um yeah so i think that is um super important to just have knowledge of that and spread knowledge of like what's out there and kind of going back to your business too i know that you know you um have the mind matters and you do like the coaching both in the um both for individuals and organizations and you said that you know that's something that you started about five years ago but what was something that you wished that you would have known when you started out um It's not that I wish I would have known. Mm-hmm. I think I just wish I would have started before because I was doing it, but mm-hmm. um, just kind of just, you know, being one to build um, community and collaboration and connection. I definitely was trying. I think I was doing it more in my local area, mm-hmm. but not realizing that, hey, if I'm not bound to do any services locally, why should I keep my Built, network building and connections and collaboration opportunities just local and so I definitely wish I would have um, started in that frame of mind sooner because mm-hmm. 
just these relationships that are coming out of um, the opportunities of collaboration are amazing. Yeah. So, um, you know, connections are key, collaborations are great, and community, community is even better. So when you can do all of those and not be tied to a zip code or a city or state, mm-hmm. it's amazing. So yeah. I wish I would have started doing that earlier. Yeah, for sure, too. And now that everything's online, it's it's a lot easier to do that. But sometimes, you know, especially for people who are a little less outgoing, a little, little more introverted, a little bit more reserved, it could be kind of intimidating. But I think that um, really just being online kind of puts us all in the same playing field. And, you know, we have one-to-one or one-to-many. So I love that, you know, um, people can start thinking about that. And you know, before we wrap up, you know, I, I just want to ask, you know, where can we find you online? Yeah, so I am on social media. That's YouTube, Instagram, and Twitter under Talking with Tanya. Mm-hmm. So that's where you'll find me every day providing motivation, inspiration, and encouragement for wherever you are at. I'm on my website, TanyaJMiller.com. You'll find information on coaching, speaking, um, strategy sessions as well as direct links to my school, which has online classes on life and leadership, mm-hmm. some of which are even free. Mm-hmm. That's at school.tanyajmiller.com. You also have a direct link to my store, which is shop.tanyajmiller.com. And that's where you'll get all the books. There's six out there, um, books and journals. Then you can also get what I call message merch. I'm actually wearing one today. Mm-hmm. It says, get out of your head. I'm mean, no. Yes, it says get out of your head mm-hmm. and jump back into life. And so that's one that's out there. And, you know, I message merch for me is um, merch with a purpose. So mm-hmm. I, all of the meanings, all of the sayings, different things on all the message items and message merch we have, it all has a purpose to it and it speaks to that. And so um, lots of things there, message apparel, buttons, stickers, flashcards, just lots of great positive purpose-filled messages, um, which is why it's called message merch. And then you also have the direct link to Amazon where um, it has the books in print, digital audio, and then the journals in print. And then if you just want to connect with me and learn more and stay connected, but also, hey, get 20% off of your first order at shop.tangemiller.com, you can um, connect with me at bit.ly, all caps, join fam. Nice. And I'm going to link to it all in the show notes. So if you didn't catch all of that, just look in the description. I'm going to link to that. So okay. thank you for that generous offer um, for 20% promo code. Um, mm-hmm. And as of this recording, it is valid as of June 1st. And mm-hmm. you can go and um, take advantage of that. And also just a few questions that I ask everybody on the podcast about their favorite resources. Um, mm-hmm. So do you have a favorite business or personal development book that you recommend? And it could be one of your books too. <laughs> <laughs> um, I would definitely say um, it's just about mindset. Well, yeah, yeah. So it, it's uh, called The Principles and power of vision I want to say um it's by Dr. Miles Monroe nice and do you have a favorite technical resource that you use in your business I know we talked a little bit about tech before but yeah um I would say I mean as as a lot of them say on Instagram Canva is bae so (laughs) you know Canva is the bomb um but also just a few other tools 
um, and apps that I've kind of come into. I probably not going to say their names right, but um, just ones that have been able to like, I mean, regrant is cool, but I've also found one where like, for some reason, I don't know if you guys have this problem, but sometimes when you do a live, either on Facebook or Instagram, mm-hmm. it doesn't, it does, Facebook, Facebook is better, but Instagram, it doesn't save. And so I found this particular app where I can save, I can go and actually get my um, Instagram mm-hmm. live and download it. Yeah. And be able to use it for other places. So, yeah, I can't remember the name of it, but yeah, <laughs> it's a couple of, I guess a lot of different mm-hmm. tools. And then I also have one that I like, I've been using it for a few years now called Kind Master. Basically, it's a video editor for a novelist, not the mm-hmm. pros, but for a novelist yeah. who works itself out. Yeah, and I can I can definitely co-sign on Canva. Even though I do design, I have Photoshop. I definitely love Canva too, just for things that are quick. And mm-hmm. yeah, I'm gonna search around for that um, tool to um, download from Instagram Live too. Because yeah, mm-hmm. my first one, I, I did this incredible live and just couldn't figure out how to download it. it. Yeah, mm-hmm. so definitely I am going to try to find that and link to that as well. Okay, so I am so happy to have met you and I appreciate you coming on and sharing your story, sharing what you do and sharing your journey. I think it'll help so many other people who want to get into the coaching business as well as people who need coaching as well, because there shouldn't be any stigma about getting help or seeking advice, mental health, professional help, um, anything that you need, even business help as well. So thank you for sharing and thank you for everything that you've done. Thank you so much, Kimberly. I definitely have enjoyed the opportunity mm-hmm. to connect with you. And I want everybody to make sure you guys subscribe to her, like her, give her ratings, mm-hmm. follow her all on social media and reviews because for what she's doing, she needs definitely input and mm-hmm. followers and support because she has, you know, information from a digital thought perspective that she's going to share and bring others to share. So the more you guys support, the more she can go further in her purpose mm-hmm. and her vision. Yes. Oh, thank you so much. Yep. So thanks everyone for listening. So like Tanya said, if you like this episode and you want to hear more episodes, uh, please like, share, and subscribe. I'm on YouTube, Spotify, Apple, wherever you can listen to a podcast, I am there. And be sure to listen to other episodes of the Digital Thought Leader podcast. And new episodes come out every two weeks so definitely follow and share so thank you so much and i'll see you in the next episode bye everyone